And hello, beautiful people. It's me, Kenzie, and I'm trying to sound like I have a lot of energy. Maybe the hand claps did it for me. I think it's great. Um, I'm just trying to find our rhythm. <laughs> anyway, but uh, welcome to the Trail You Action Every podcast. Again, I'm Kenzie, and I don't want to give you a somber episode, <laughs> but... Uh, Let's it, talk about eating ass. What about it? I don't know. You said you didn't want to do a somber episode. It's, <laughs> I mean, did Kevin Gates really make it more popular? Definitely. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like Luca Brasi mm-hmm. 3, when that shit came out, mm-hmm. him talking about eating ass. I'm like, oh, let me try it. That was back in 2015. I remember Cause on my IG, I put that shit ass eater since twenty fifteen. That's what made me. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead. And, you know, do hey, what you gotta do. You know what I mean? Have you ever shit. been rimmed before? Yeah, I told you that. I was like, yeah. Oh, I couldn't remember. For yeah, yeah, we talked last week. Oh. <laughs> All right, so let me tell you the story about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the first time was, it was at I had met my. <clears throat> Girl at the time, um, the only girl I ever dated, right? We was we met up at BJ's restaurant, and she had just bought me Grand Theft Auto Five for my PS4. So she, yo, mm, you know what I'm saying? And we was out in the parking lot and just messing around at BJ's. Obviously, I was like, oh, that'd be funny. Give me a BJ at it's BJ's. It's funny at BJ's. Yes. And we was in her car at that time. And we had the same car, but like my car was better because um, I had a better one. You know? Of course you did. Yeah, of course. But <laughs> now this is like the craziest moment. It's like, cause I remember I had watched it on a porn. I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. Like I didn't know that was a thing. I was like, eat my ass. She was like, for real? I was like, yeah. Now this this is the this is this is the moment I, I'm not proud of. <laughs> 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 my legs was up, like. When yeah. they push back. Yeah, man. That, just I, exposed. Bro, I out. feel so <laughs> not like a man in that moment in my life. But look, when she licked it, my legs tried to kick the roof out. But like, I was like trying. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, 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 stop. I didn't know what's going on. My legs didn't know what they was doing. Yo, it was intense. And then after that, I was like, oh, this is cool. It's not bad, right? Yeah, no. Nah, it was like. And I was like, but that's it, though. You're not doing no finger shit, none of that stuff. That's that's not a... That's fair. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's fair. I got to... That's the line. Tongue. I, so whenever I go get waxed, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the most humiliating thing when it's like, okay, knees to your chest, and you're like, I, I know it's about to happen, but I'm not ready. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, but that Manscaped. was when I first started. I've been getting waxed for... Like maybe two years that just, now. That just so, so now painful. it's just like you just know you just flinch. go through the motions. Yeah, that's just so crazy. I don't even flinch anymore because some of the waxers are like, "How long have you been getting with?" I'm like, "Oh wow!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I can tell." Yeah, I, I guess it's like that with tattoos too, right? Like once you get so many tattoos, you just kind of like right. Like when I got, because I only have one, so mm-hmm. it felt really good. I was like, "Oh, this is good." I, I see why people get addicted to this. Like it's a, it's like a form of like a therapy in a yeah. way. And I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." Yeah. You got tattoos? You got tattoos? I only right? got one. You only got one, right? Yep, I did this like last when I turned thirty. Yeah, 
Wait, you in your thirties? Yeah. Oh shit. Know that. How old do I look? You look like twenty seven. Yeah, I'm thirty one. I'll be thirty two oh, wow. in That's, January. Oh shit, you hold your age really well. Thank you. Yeah. Cause black don't crack, bitch. Unless it's on crack. <laughs> I mean, but would it be counterproductive if you did do crack but you moisturize daily? No, you wouldn't remember like, to would moisturize. They, I wonder. Like if they had, still had if they did crack and had a great skincare regimen. <laughs> Like, I wonder how it would look. Well, how would it balance out? <laughs> just kidding. I mean, you just wouldn't be as ashy. But, like, you'd be looking at, like, the money you spend on the skincare. Like, I could buy more rocks. True. Maybe they're a natural. Maybe, like, they're a herbalist. What you mean? <laughs> like, they drink tea and shit? Oh. They know, like, what leaves to mix. What, you know, different powders to mix to make. <laughs> More concoctions of things. Yeah, they know about powder, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know a lot about that powder. Ah, I don't know. I just be thinking, you know, if people took care of their skin bit more, you know, a lot of people wouldn't yeah. be able to be all up in their business like that. For sure. Like Boosie. Boosie, you 37, oh you my look God. 62. Speaking of Boosie. You watched the interview? Oh, the whole thing. Wasn't it so good? Dude, I love Mike Tyson. Me too. Mike Tyson is one of the most, like, man, I would love to just be around Mike Tyson. Like, because he's, like, so introspective. And mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that comes from doing psychedelics for him, right? Mm-hmm. He talks about doing DMT. And What's DMT? It's just a psychedelic, but it's naturally produced in your body as well, mm-hmm. like in your brain. That's some, something that makes you dream. Oh. Um, so when you smoke it... Um, it takes you to like it's like meeting God. Same thing with mushrooms. It's a very it's a very potent psychedelic that's like life changing and mind altering. Um, makes you more compassionate and stuff like that. And some for somebody like Mike Tyson, who's had so many demons, right? I think it was a really good thing for him. And I feel like a lot of people, but that's how we evolved, right? Like the, I like in the Bible when they talk about the uh, Moses talked to God through the burning bush. Mm-hmm. The burning bush was the acacia bush. The acacia bush produces DMT. Mm. So he probably wasn't really talking to God. It was just he was tripping. Like, and that's where I look at, like, religion. It's, like, it's more of, like, stories through psychedelics because that's how humans of all was doing psychedelics, right? Like, in Hinduism, the one of the main reasons they don't eat cows um, is because when cows poop, mushrooms grow in them. So people would just follow the cows, pick the mushrooms, the mushrooms out. Yeah, and eat them because... They were like hunter-gatherer tribes. So, one, food was already really scarce. So, when you eat these mushrooms, one, you're eating something, and two, you're tripping. So, they would just trip and follow these mushrooms. So, they looked at cows as sacred, and that's why one of the reasons modern Hinduism, they don't eat cows, Mm -hmm. is because of their sacred is but they don't know a lot of times why it's sacred. Right. You know what I mean? That makes so, yeah. that's interesting. I um <clears throat> I was really proud of Mike because like you said of his introspection and also cuz he's so real. Yeah. And I in nigga logic to me, which is what I hate. Sometimes that it takes a person like that 
that you actually know like we've seen his life literally play out yeah, in front of us we know what he's highs. been through from the highest all the way to the lowest you know for him to be able to speak to a hard-headed ass ignorant ass buffoonery ass nigga like boosie but it, it takes those kinds of conversations what I liked about it was from right off the rip, he asked Boosie who he, he was. He dived straight in. He didn't. You know, he just cut the fat. That boy yeah. went, who are you? And, and to see Boosie, like, trip up. But but that's the thing. You need that. Mm-hmm. And it made Boosie understand. Like, he kind of talked about his dad, right, at, at one point when he was talking about his dad. And he was like, yeah, man, we, we my dad bought a TV. And then we saw you win in the fight. Because my dad got a TV because mm-hmm. you want to fight. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's like you see that, and then you kind of if you look look up Boosie, you find out that his dad was killed, mm-hmm. and he saw that happen. So it's like, how did that change him, right? And I feel like you Boosie, like right now, like I know this is Charlemagne's take. I was listening to Charlemagne; he was talking about that, and he was talking about how this is going to be a very important time for Boosie's because he's going to have to look more in to get a lot of those answers because Mike opened the door for him. It's like opening it's Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. But now he has to go through mm-hmm. it or he's going to stay the same and it's not going to feel right for him right? in, in his own skin. So he's going to have to kind of de- you know, dive deep into it and figure that out. And to be honest, like going through therapy, because this was a fucking therapy session. Yeah, and it's, it's and beautiful. It's, it is. But like the having to dive inside you and the deconstruction of what you have to work and get down to the root to, that's a scary part. It is. It's because it's... Because I know when I went through my therapy, um, certain questions that she would ask, I'll be like, oh, wow. Like, I totally forgot about this, but this makes sense now mm-hmm. because this happened. And you, like, as a child, certain traumatic experiences or aware. things that you, how you actually, like, block it, yeah. you know, and then it takes, like, um, being hypnotized or just deep diving, doing what some people call shadow work. And then, like, the, it becomes unlocked, and then you're just like, oh, shit. Then you got to deal with that trauma. And then you got to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of some stuff that I'm going through right now, right, personally, in my personal life. Um, <clears throat> I did therapy for the first time last year, mm-hmm. and um, it helped me do a lot of things. And then I did, you know, a small dose of mushrooms, and it helped me kind of make peace with my dad. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, like, other stuff started coming up, not for, like, them or my family but like shit that I went through that I, I had blocked away um, shit that happened to me when I was super young and it's like oh now I'm having to deal with it and I'm like, trying to figure out like what am I doing like how this affected me and stuff like that so it's like it's uh, it's intense yeah because yeah, ve- you have those very. days where you're just like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. you know and it's like having to like have conversations with like God like Shit, and that's and I've been contemplating on doing like a different, you know, more of a a stronger dose of mushrooms too, just because like you like kind of talk about the show that we're talking about evil, and you know like one of the ways he's talked to God is through mushrooms, mm-hmm. and they kind of talk about it how it, it's cool how they incorporated that because I feel like that's a very important thing, um, because that's you feel like you're talking to God when you're in that moment, you just feel nothing but pure love when you're on mushrooms, like. You just feel love and forgiveness and compassion. And I feel like a lot of people need to explore that. Like, And if anybody is listening and is, and is interested in it, do your research. Like, Look up John Hopkins. Um, he's doing research on it. They have papers on him and stuff like that. And 
There's Paul Statment. Um, he's a mycologist who studies mushrooms and like fungal fungus and stuff like that. And <coughs> and it's, it's a and Terrence McKenna. Those are some I think three people that I would say look into to anybody that's interested in psychedelics. I feel like it's a very because that's how humans evolved, right? And we used to be a shamanistic culture, like society. Mm-hmm. And then over time, we become an alcohol-based society, which alcohol goes and attaches itself to your ego. Mm-hmm. And psychedelics make you kill your ego. So it's just, yeah. I, <laughs> Mike gave us a lot of quotables. Mm-hmm. Um. When he mentioned um, anyone that can make you mad is your master, I was like, Bars. "Ah, because it's true." When <laughs> also <laughs> doing the work that you need to do in your therapy, what stood out to me was I can I know Boosie has had like a troubling past or whatever but when this nigga sat here and said i was 14 when the first girl that i love broke my heart nigga let that shit go (laughs) some people just don't know how to you know what i mean or they think that i agree but i feel like society push like for women they push that shit oh that's it get over it yeah but it's crazy how men could literally harbor shit that happened on the fucking playground how to we're, we're never taught how to deal with our emotions. Agreed. Yeah. You know, but it. But Especially for somebody his age. Like, he's what, 30? 37. 37. So that's. He comes from an era where homes were destroyed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was in that front line. Like, his family was that front line of, well, you're, you know, the black homes were destroyed. Like, minority homes were destroyed. And, like, you were told, like, hey, Suck you gotta survive. This mm-hmm. is survival. Survive or die. You know what I mean? It's, it's tough survive and you gotta you gotta bury your feelings yeah you don't have and, feelings. and i i do want to my cousin he recently because it's so hard when you have like family members you know and you're you're on facebook so you're watching this shit in real time and you you're just watching them like trickle down trickle and it's just like you know, I would slide in his dms or whatever and i would be like hey like if you need me like you can call me you know, I'm like, I can give you some other resources if you need therapy. You know, like if you at work and you stress, like try EAP, you know, like use the resources that you have. And what's EAP? Um, em- What is it called? Employee, um, not employee protection agency. Is but, it, oh, it's like through your job. Yeah, through your job, like therapy through your job or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's what I, I did. Yeah, I was like, try that. That's at least it opens the door. You know, you get a couple of sessions and then you can venture off and find your own therapist, stuff like that. I was like, try that, whatever. And he was and he never would kind of like respond. And so recently somebody posted something regarding therapy and he said, I try. I finally went and I tried it and I feel so much better now, like to have unbiased opinion and being able to put this shit on somebody else. And so I was just so happy and I just told him, I said, I said, I love you, and I'm glad that you did it. I said, because I was concerned, but at the same time, you grown. I can't make you do anything that you don't want to do. But I am glad that you did decide to do it, you know, because now you could be a better father to your children, and you could just be a better person in general, you know, to contribute to this 
dumpster ass, <laughs> dumpster fire ass world right now. But, yeah. you know, but I, w- I was just happy that he even tried it. And I'm hoping that more people, you know, like his friend and stuff actually see him doing it and are willing to go ahead and try it, too. Because that's what that's what needs to be done. And like, I honestly feel like that's why this world is so fucking chaotic It's because yeah. people don't work on themselves. Uh, shout out to your cousin, man. Yes, I'm. Shout out to and him. he's younger. He well, he's not that much younger than me, but he's like 28. You know, so shout out to the younger people that yeah, he's at that point where that's doing it. No, he's he's kind of in that pivotal point in his life right now where it's like you're grown now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you hit that 27, 28 mark, you kind of go through a metamorphosis. Um, I feel like you could do that when you turn like. About 23, 24, you kind of go through one. Yeah, when especially you after colleges. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you, well, yeah, because that's, I mean, that's when people usually graduate, right? 22, yeah. 23. And then the world smacks you in the face. <laughs> yeah, and then you kind of <laughs> get that real, and then you realize, like, I was going to ask you this, like, do you ever think that we'll ever be able to come to, like, a full peaceful thing? I don't think we can. And I in think, the world? Yeah. I don't think we can, and I'm, I'm not looking at it, like, in a negative way, right? I feel like you have to have the bad to have the good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you just have good, it's not it's not real. I mean, no, because, I mean, everything is, is a scale. Everything is balanced. Mm-hmm. So you have to have some good with bad with the good and, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, I just feel like we need safe spaces. For unsafe people like me. <laughs> But I, I think no, that's just, really. I know what you mean. I, <laughs> I know what you mean. But I, but I really think that we we really just need a lot of safe spaces to where, because it's being black or being a person of color having to navigate this shit. It's a lot. I got I got my real world problems that I got to deal with every day on top of any other layer of shit but but oh i mean me i'm being a me being a woman and being a black woman that's a whole nother layer of shit on top of my black experience you know so it's a lot it's a lot to it's do you a think lot if to we stop with. looking at people for like skin colors and like doing that you would think would be a better society like if we just looked at people for just being people rather than people of color or people. i wish it could be that way yeah. But if we really go back all the way to slave times, like before fuck before that, this is where all of this has literally been ingrained, not just in us, but in the way white people view us. Mm-hmm. How how black men will sell out white black women as well. But like What when, you mean sell out black women? Like can you expand on that a little bit? So Back during slavery times or whatever, you know, they passed, you know, black people, black people, quote unquote, got the right to vote. Black men got the right to vote. We came after that. So it was like, you know, but they said, but they said that they were fighting for all black people, but they really were just fighting for themselves. Mm -hmm. And me personally, that's what I see with all these fuck faces going indoors, orange men. And like I pointed out last time with ice transition, <laughs> dun dun dun. And you see how we transition in the topics, yeah, people. Smooth, this is how you do it. Smooth. smooth. Uh, 
But that's what I pointed out to y'all when Ice Cube first had his whole little plan. I don't see black women and children included in this. Even though, like, throwing money at niggas' problems, cool. But what really does that fix if you're still addicted to alcohol, wheat, drugs, whatever? You're just giving them more money to be able to access those other things. Weed is a very necessary thing. Do it is, bash, you know. but but some people do use it if as a there's crutch. A pro- yeah, like I I have that problem sometimes. Personally, like I smoke a little too much every now and then, <laughs> every day actually, <laughs> and then I get to that point where I'm like, man, I feel lethargic, and so like learning to moderate that and. I think people just got to know how to experiment with themselves. Definitely. You know what I mean? You know, but, it, it, you know, things in moderation. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So now let's get into this everything that you're talking about. Yeah. So <clears throat> to me, he he went on Queen's Court with Selena Johnson, Vivica, Lisa Ray, and Claudia Jordan, a host of black women. He went and talked to them about, like, his plan and shit. And... You know, like, they were like, okay, well, you did what you did, okay. They were like, but we don't see anything where it includes black women in it. And he was like, I'm talking about black people. And they were like, no, like, there are things that particularly need to pertain to black women that was not in this. And that's exactly how I feel. You have, we have plenty of facts. We have plenty of research. And we know, like, maternal-wise, black women suffer, suffer the most. Like, before, during, and after birth. You know, the fact that I'm 31, I have friends that are 31, and I have had friends, like 30 and and under, have issues giving birth, having strokes on the table. 30! You don't expect that shit. It hurts my feelings. Because I almost lost my friend. (laughs) But she's fine. She's still a beautiful person. She's amazing. And she just recently had another baby. (laughs) She was on the show before, right? So, huh? She was on the show before? No, that was, no, she wasn't on there. Um, But to know that she still has lingering effects of what happened, you know, to where she doesn't want to smile anymore because part of her face is still partially paralyzed from having complications. So, She's still the amazing person that she was, but to know, like, this is why I don't see her smile no more. It hurts. But, um, let me probably pull my shit together, thug tears. No, ain't nothing wrong uh, with that. Yo, you, you're human, like, but you gotta, you gotta feel what you're feeling, you know, yeah. in the moment. But to know, like, these things, to know that black women were experimented on just for fun back in slavery times, to know that which we know we had the whistleblower who talked about um, ICE doing sterilizations of people held in the detention camps. Like, these things have been happening to black women forever. So maternity-wise, we need that care. Um, I didn't see anything about daycare. (laughs) Like, are you going to mandate, you know, like each, um, like jobs having more daycares in them? Can we have feeding centers for women who are able to breastfeed, you know, in at their job or in, you know, can there be designated sections where women can go and breastfeed privately? 
Um, also, like, um, let me see, maternal health, like breast, um, um, breastfeeding, we have, um, other options, you know, like, why are kids having to pay for their lunch if it's free public school? Like, we need better health options, healthier food for these kids, um, it's a whole slew of things that he could have included in that, but I didn't see nothing about. And that's what the women of the cast called him out on. And he had a fucking attitude. Nigga, you the one that sat at the motherfucking table and wrote this shit up and didn't include the people that you needed to include. And then he was like, I'm inviting y'all. If y'all wanna come on the if y'all wanna come over and start writing, you should have included that to the, from the beginning. Don't wait, don't make it an afterthought. And that's what I felt. I was like, you made that shit an afterthought after they called your ass out about it. And that's not fair. So the things that I noticed is that, which I wit, I kind of feel like black women need to be more like black men in that aspect, is that we need to be more self-centered because black men have proven to be that, that they're going to look out for their general interests. Whenever Breonna Taylor was killed, whenever Sandra Bland was killed, Whenever Ayana, which was a seven-year-old girl that was sleeping, and a cop killed her while she was sleeping after a botched raid, J. Cole's smile video was about that. Um, Ayana Jones, um, they didn't tear the city up for them. You know what I'm saying? It t- But, like, George Floyd, um, what's the other guy who... And then R.I.P. to, I can't think of his name, to the most recent one at Philly. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Fuck it up. Um, but you don't see the same anger and stuff happen whenever black women are killed. And whenever I see, and that's, that's just how I feel about those things. When I see Lil Wayne, 50, Q, all these black rich celebrities, I don't give a fuck what they hashtag is. I don't give a fuck about the videos that they've posted about speaking on injustice and shit like that. When you co-sign this shit with fuckface, with the orange fuckface, but it's because they got money. And I feel like a lot of people, we, I, I didn't designate any of these niggas to speak on my behalf. And they don't speak for all black people. But I hate how people put these niggas on a pedestal. And it's annoying to me. And I saw this fucking... I see so much fuck shit. I don't know why y'all ain't surprised. I'm not surprised by Lil Wayne. (laughs) I'm just surprised that them Lil Dreads still holding on. That's what I'm surprised about. But Wayne, what, when was that? When did Mike Brown get killed? 2015, 2016? And when he got interviewed, he was like... What is Black Lives Matter? Like, I don't know what that is. My fan base is white. I haven't had no racist experiences. Right. Right. You know, because... Mike Brown was 2014. 2014? Yeah. So, and then he wants to act like, I don't I don't know what the Black, black Lives Matter. I don't know. And it was just like, he showed you his ass then. I mean, Wayne is colorist as fuck, too. 50 years, too. And, yeah, I, those are just my issues with them. I, hmm, 
They don't care. They don't care about our overall well-being. And I know a lot of people are still confused about voting. If you haven't, please go. I did the drive-through voting. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty easy, simple. Um, I know people hate Joe. I know people hate Trump. I get it. But you're not just voting for the president. And I wish y'all was as passionate about local elections as you are about um, the presidential election. But at the same time, whenever we go to school, they don't really focus on local elections that way. They always push presidential um, presidential elections. Um, the lesser of the two evils is not a valid excuse. Again, black people have always had to try to choose the lesser of two evils, but ne- they're never for us. Um, but I feel like we need to watch Schoolhouse Rock again. So people would understand um, how bills become bills and like the the legislative branch, the uh, branches of government, Um, you know, in you're voting for, you know, like U.S. representatives, your railroad commission, um, your county constables, your sheriffs, you're voting for all of these people and. I'm not saying that white people are going to be our savior because that's not true because they don't really know what it's like to be us. Some of them try to, you know, look at both sides of the coin and figure shit out. And I'm happy about that. Some of them misspeak about shit. But again, if if AOC can learn from her shit, then I think everybody else can, too. But. Get out there and do something. Like, I know Kim Og out here in Houston. Um, I don't know if it pertains to just Harris County, though. But, like, if you get get caught with a certain amount amount of weed, like, you won't go to jail. You'll just have to go to this little class that you have. You, there's a class that you just attend, and they'll go ahead and wipe your record clean. Like, it won't be a hard strike against you. Like, that's a start. But people don't even take advantage of the fucking class. So you have people who are trying, but it, it you know, it falls flat. So, um, oh, also with misogyny, um, hyper-masculinity, I mean, toxic masculinity, hyper-masculinity, the fact that Cube didn't take the meeting with Kamala and her team, but he went and sat his ass down with Trump. Why? Camilla worked in your state. Isn't that the person that you want to talk to? Isn't that the person that you would like to have the conversation with and hold her accountable for the shit that she may have or haven't done within your own state? So he said that um, Camilla's team had called her called him and you know it was like snoop killer mike i don't know ti david banner i don't know i'm throwing out other names but it was a group group of them who was supposed to be on the call or whatever and he said he didn't want to be a part of the group or whatever he wanted to have a one-on-one meeting so uh yeah he was it was a stupid reason i fucking hate wesley hunt His hairline is terrible. 
Yeah, he yeah, that's what he said. He just didn't want he he was like he he wanted somebody to get shit done, get things done. So you believe that Trump gonna get it done? Haven't we had a slew of other black entertainers and shit try to go and talk to Trump? What did he do then? You know, like Trump has shown us who he is plenty of times. I don't I don't know what else it takes. I don't I don't I don't get it. But I thought that it was interesting that he'd rather take a meeting with fuckface than, you know, a woman, I guess. Um, which brings me to Trump and his silly antics. Um, so what I've come to realize is that Trump runs a campaign, of course, fear. He runs a campaign based on fear. And he also runs a campaign of toxic masculinity and hyper-masculinity. Um, the fact that him and his uh, Fox News correspondent friends, whatever, like refer to Joe Biden as a woman or feminine because he rather wear a mask is uh, interesting. Tommy Lauren, actually, she was like, he might as well just wear a purse. You know what? If Joe decides to wear a man bag and it has plenty of fucking masks and gloves and plenty of antibacterial wipes and sanitizer, then I'm here for it. Protect yourself and protect others. But yeah, um, and I think, but I also think that's why a lot of black men, like I mentioned last week, I think that's why a lot of black men, men have started to kind of identify with Trump because Trump has like this, I'm a macho man and... I'm going to make, like, the comments, um, damn, where was he? I can't remember where he was. But he was, I'm going to make sure your husbands go back to work. Well, damn, nigga, it's a pandemic. Shouldn't you be happy that all, like, can you make something happen where we all can go back to work? You know? But, no, that that hasn't happened either. Uh, it's just exhausting. <laughs> and I want it to be over, but it's not... And November 3rd is next week. Today is Halloween. I was supposed to be in Miami. I was supposed to be on South Beach <laughs> in my costume. I wanted to be Bruno Mars from the 24 Karat um, Magic video. I was going to be a hoochie version of it, though. But that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to wear cute silk pajamas and loafers. But... It won't happen. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I want to talk about. Uh, I think that might be it. But, but yeah, but voting, I don't know. I'm kind of scared, and I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, there's a meteor coming up this way, so on the second, hopefully that motherfucker hit. I hope it hits Washington. No, I'll take that back because it's a lot of black folk out there. Mm -mm. Girl. If it really could hit the just nah, the Nah, it's going to blow up in the atmosphere. Oh. And it's not that big. Oh, okay. Well, damn. Now, so there's much, one that they found so um, that's headed this way April 13th, 2029. It's going to be a Friday the 13th. And if that motherfucker hits, it's going to wipe out a lot of motherfuckers. Oh, gosh. Maybe the aliens will come by then. By when? 2029? Mm -hmm. It's going to be this year. I think it's this year. What, on election day? Probably. 
<laughs> like if shit gets really bad, I genuinely think that's what's gonna happen. I don't know. Yeah. It's. Do you want to get onto that thing that you have about AOC? Oh yeah, let's pull up AOC's quote. Cause I love AOC. I love that whole powerhouse team. Um. They've they've gotten shit done, you know. But that's what I'm saying, Cube. Like you had a lot of options of who the fuck to talk to, but you went and talked to fuckface. Why? One question about this. What? Excuse me. It talks about. She I can't says. See nothing. You can't see nothing. Uh-uh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> My bad. Oh, something wrong with the signal thing up here. Uh-oh. But people can see it, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, So the quote is, he can stay, he can go, he can be impeached or voted out in 2020, but removing Trump will not remove the infrastructure of an entire party that embraced him, the dark money that funded him, the online radicalization that drummed his army, nor the racism he amplified and reana- reanimated. Now, my question was about the dark money that funded him. All of them get dark money. Exactly. So why is nobody talking about the whole situation with Hunter Biden? And why are these big corporations, right, like social media outlets, are censoring these people that are talking about this? And if you bring that up, they're They're banning you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, that's dangerous. That is dangerous. You should not be allowed to... You're, when you're a corporation like this, you're not over the Constitution. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, everybody has the freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. So Supposedly. why? Yeah, exactly. But why isn't, why aren't these corporations being held to that standard? And why are these corporations able to silence certain people um, just because they don't agree with the same ideologies as you? Why is that okay? I well, shit. I feel like it, well, on Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, no, they're banning people too for that. I, but a lot of it prior to all of this conversation about it, like it would be crazy because you can see all the racist white shit, mm-hmm. you know. But any of the black people who spoke out about it would get banned. Mm-hmm. And I thought that shit was crazy because it's like, how can they spread their hate speech, but us calling it out is a fucking problem. I just simply typed typed one day, men are trash. <laughs> and they sent me a warning. It was like, this goes against our, our speech. I was like, but niggas could call me a bitch all fucking day, but I just simply say men are trash. And you're telling me that I could possibly get, like, suspended or banned? Yeah. Okay, cool. So this talks about, like, possibly introducing reforms to where you kind of amend the Constitution to where it includes social media, too, to where that it you should. can't censor people just based off of <clears throat> just because they're right wing or they're, you know, whatever it is, just because a lot of these social media companies are super left leaning, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to where it's almost like radicalization in a way. Um, but they need to, I feel like if it's a, you know, like a utility in a way to where it's like everybody uses it, right? So because it changes the way people think. Social media has changed the way you have access to information. True. So, shouldn't it be also mindful of that everybody should have the right to say it? Even though they it may not be right, like, as far as, like, if it's hate speech or whatever, but I feel like you should have people fact-checking that. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, 
Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit that the left says is stupid too. Yeah. But nobody ever says anything to them, and nobody, none of those accounts can ban. And I'm only playing devil's advocate with you because I, you know, we have we well, have those conversations. Yeah, but I I don't mind the fact checking, which I know that that started happening on Facebook, like certain. Um, but who's fact checking articles it and stuff? Right. You right? know. That's my question. Is like yeah. you have a lot of these people that are like in these corporations that may have a certain ideology and they might be fact-checking from their sources mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but not mm-hmm. all sources. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but I... Some of the shit is common sense. And then, you know, when it's really... Um, is it common sense based off of emotion or is it common sense based on the actual facts? Because well, there's, there's a little bit of both, right? I mean, I would say there's a little bit of both, but when certain... Some of the shit that fucktard says. Yeah, it's um, stupid. It's, it makes no sense ignorant. at all, and it's you like I mean? anybody. Could but then read sometimes that. he'll say shit, and I'm like, oh, okay, I mean, I can see. I that. mean, I can see, and, and that's you know, and that's why I'm not mad about everything that he said because I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But some of his like, but hit the most of his the shit that comes out of his mouth is like, yeah, it's just he. This don't, is trash. Yeah, this is. Crazy. I feel like he got into the wrong. I feel like he got into the wrong field of work. He should have been a comic. Straight he's up. a fucking con artist. A good one, though. Yeah, he's great. He's a the good goat. one. And I'm not mad at him. Like, you know, but it's just the fact that people have to suffer because of it. Yeah. You know, and, and like, looking at Wayne and all of these people, like, co-sign a lot of this shit. And it's like, <laughs> the people that support you are going to be the ones that are going to get hurt by this off top so what is this celebrity tracker that you have this right here the so apparently that it was like the list that leaked regarding the different celebrities that trump was going to reach out to oh so i got what who got on Lil baby uzi beyonce cardi eminem wayne Mm -hmm. that was it they had another list, but um, I I was just looking at it because of Wayne, and I was. But like I said, I'm not surprised by Wayne because Wayne has tapped out. I don't. He's been tapped out for some time now. What you mean tapped out? I don't. I don't think Wayne's in his right mind. Um, again, moisture, <laughs> moisturizing. It probably would have helped him out a little bit. Um, if, you know, if he wasn't so focused on a lot of other shit, he might still have a head full of hair too. You know, but yeah, uh, yeah, he, I don't. He stepped out. I, I don't. No. I like this quote though from the Baldwin. Thing. Baldwin, yeah, I love, I've loved Son of Baldwin, and if you guys could follow him, you know, he's not correct all the time, especially because he's. He says that Lovecraft was like subpar or whatever, and it's like nigga, fuck you. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't read it. Oh my bad. <laughs> um, but the son of Baldwin um, quote: um, "We can disagree and still love each other unless you your disagreement is rooted in my oppression and denial of my human humanity and the right to exist." And I have to agree with that because you know even. I I personally, as a black woman, as a woman, I feel like I am voting for my life. Because I I don't have children yet. I'm scared to have children because of all the risks that come with having children. Um, just from medical, just medical wise. 
But newsflash to niggas, if you continue to let Fuckface and his friends run these streets, yeah, abortions ain't going to be happening. Also, plan B pills might not be happening. So start pulling out. You better start doing something else. Or just do what they did in the 80s and leave. I mean, that already happened. (laughs) (laughs) And then they blame the woman. It takes two to make a fucking baby, asshole. I mean, I get it. Sometimes I understand why my dad left, too. I'm tired of your shit. I'm going to leave, too. (laughs) But it's, it's, you know, because now we're looking at if they take abortion off the table... Now we're going to have people having illegal abortions or um, people bring the coat hangers back. Yeah. But at the end of the like that can kill people, yeah. you know, like that can hurt people that can make people barren for the rest yeah. of their fucking life because they have to try to do what they have to do to get it done. And so now we're going to have more issues. And then these same people probably are the ones who don't have health insurance. So, like, how are they going to get the antibiotics to cure anything? How are they going to get any any of the help? And it's just a horrible trickling down effect. And it makes me scared. Also, newsflash, if some people don't know, if you are over 155 pounds, between 155 and 175, Plan B probably won't work. Mm-hmm. I know I Ella. Know huh? I actually didn't know that. Yeah. So. So you just got to take two? I mean, I don't. I mean, I guess it could. It may be the same thing, like, as taking, like, the birth control. Like, some, I know some people who double up, triple up on their birth control pills when they miss, like, a day or whatever. I thought that doesn't work. I thought it was a myth to where, like, if you miss it, you're fucked. Oh, I mean, well, you're supposed to take it same day, same, same time, time every day. But, you know, I, I don't I didn't take the pills because I know I'm not the responsible person. I don't take my as, uh, my asthma medicine or my allergy medicine the way I'm supposed to. So why the fuck would I try to get some birth control? Pills? But but I know people who double and triple up <laughs> just to make sure that it kicks in or stops their period or whatever. Um, but yeah, like there are a lot of other things that are at stake literally in this election and yeah, yeah, I mean, we just got to do what we can do. I, I just wish that a lot of these people sat down with the people that are on the ground that really know that they're, know that their community and know what the needs are instead of taking their rich asses going talk on you rich. How the fuck you going to talk for us? You know, like. That's why I feel like someone like Nipsey was so important because he was. Yeah. Even though he had money and wealth and stuff, he was still very incorporated into the hood. That's why I like Trey. Trey the Truth. Shout out to him. He's very engulfed in him. You know, same thing like Slim Thug. He's huge in real estate right now. Yeah. Mike, like, I think Mike Jones builds houses or something mm-hmm, like that. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire started like Chameleonaire was fucking genius. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be the first billion millionaire in Houston, like as far as like rappers go, because mm-hmm. he's investing in Very technology. He's investing yes. in like teaching kids how to code. Like him and Nipsey were very similar in a lot of ways with what their the philanthropy stuff mm-hmm. that they did. So yeah, and that and that's where I am with a lot of, um, 
a lot of these celebrities, you know, like I don't mind. First of all, and I, I need them to get the fuck up off of Twitter or whatever, bragging about Birkin bags and shit when there's people that don't even know where the fuck they next meal coming from. Like, shit is so fucking stupid. Just the whole concept of a Birkin bag. Like, now I'm not gonna lie. When I first started watching Housewives of Atlanta, I was like, "Ooh, bitch, I want a Birkin bag too," and that was one of my goals. But they're like, how much are they like? A lot. You know, a lot. So, <laughs> and then I don't like them killing animals, so I'm not. No, give like, me a faux leather bag. Well, what they do with the meat of the animal? Are they using it? Like, what are they used to make a Birkin bag? Like, I mean, you can get, like, you can get the exotic ones. On like humans? No. I mean, that would probably be really exotic. That'd be next level shit. I mean, well, hell, the white people use Nat Turner skin to make lampshades and shit, so it's not far-fetched. Dear God. Yep, they burned them. Uh, they skinned them alive. And, yeah, as reminders... That's what they did. So it's not far-fetched because they've done the dumb shit. They've done the shit. Um, Sick, sick, sick. But, yeah, like, I don't, you know, Cardi and them can afford Birkins, and that's absolutely fine, you know. But, you know, I'm I'm happy with a faux leather bag from Target. Target's dope. Hell, yeah, I love Target. Yeah, Target, Target Marshall, and Ross. Yes. That's all you need. Yes. You don't need a mall. Burlington's too. Burlington's nice too. Burlington's is clutch. You gotta, but you gotta go on delivery days. You can't go like on the average day. No, because you need somebody. (laughs) Yeah, you need you need to know somebody that knows when the trucks are coming in, and they let you know like, hey, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I try to flirt with every time I go. Mm. I just flirt with the lady that works there, and then I just kind of get information. You better stop doing that. Why? You might get stalked. No. Do you have the, are you part of the membership program? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Fuck no. Because I was like, I mean, you gave them your phone number. <laughs> my shit goes straight to voicemail. Five your number's not saved on my phone, that shit goes straight to voicemail. I hate people like you. I'm at peace. You are. I'm at peace. I ain't. Well, no, because I tried to call one of my coworkers, right? I tried to call him from the work. That's why you text me first. Like, hey, I'm about to call you. You probably don't have my number saved. So, okay, so, like, while I'm at work, I'll tell them, like, hey, like, what is your ETA, right? And they'll text my phone. No, call me on the work phone. My phone is not the work phone. Yeah. And that's what happened. I called one of my coworkers from the work phone, and it went straight to voicemail. And I, when he came back, I was like, I tried to call you. He was like, oh. <laughs> he was like, if you would have called me from your personal phone, I would have answered. I was like, oh, it's like that. He was like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I'm glad I know now. Oh, yeah, no. I would never answer from the work. Like, somebody called me from the work phone. I don't know. Oh, you called me? I'm just oh. trying to trick on you. My bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to, like, hey, are you okay? Like, what time you think you're going to be coming back so I can know? But no. Because so, I got to go. Right? But then, like, I have, I guess I have a new work husband now. <laughs> the new manager, like, he calls all the time. Like? Not after hours, but oh, at okay. work, it's like. I didn't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> I had to figure the situation. <laughs> like, I had questions right now. I was like, hold on, what's going on? I never. Is this why you were sore? <laughs> <laughs> no, my workout was really, really. Oh, I can't even say that because you just. Da, da, da. What the fuck is this all about? <laughs> you already set me up, man. <laughs> 
already set me up. On that note, <laughs> I can't. Until next week. <laughs> Respond. But um, the last thing. Uh, let's see what else I want to talk about. I think that was it. I wish I could celebrate Halloween, but I'm scared. Um, what you mean you scared? I'm just being in general public. <laughs> Cause people. Did you go to the protests? No. Oh. No. I was at work. I had to work anyway. How was that during all that shit for you? Cause you, you, we're not gonna say what you do, but you know, what you do is like, it's an important field. Yeah. So like, how did y'all maneuver around the city? Are you in the inner city or are you in the suburbs? Mm, I mean, I'm still within Harris County, but I'm kind of. But like, I mean, I mean, inner city. Like, are you like in downtown areas or like? Oh no, we inner city. Okay. Part, parts of our zone are in the inner city. So how did y'all maneuver for around that through the pro- to the protests and shit? Well, for instance, like the George Floyd funeral and shit. They had people who had to come in earlier okay, to try to get, to get it done, okay. so they wouldn't be caught in all the traffic and shit. Makes sense. Um, gotta gotta have a plan. I mean, we we hear about it. I mean, we. I mean, I guess our area wouldn't necessarily be directly affected um, versus downtown areas because everything was going on down there. Now that's where I wouldn't want to be because that's a lot. And you just be trying to do your job, and <laughs> everything is popping off. So it's like now you're gonna make this three times harder for me. So, um, I mean, you have the concerned people mm-hmm. who may ask, um, but then you have other people who have the Trump flags and shit in their yard. Man, you're just kind of like, will they hate me today? You know. Um, but do you have conversation with some of those people? Like, do you just have, like, a normal conversation with a lot of those people? I would rather have that conversation outside of my work clothes. Okay. Because I feel like in, in my uniform, I'm a good little nigger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're, you're in your, some people call it the monkey suit. But, you know, I can't really be real with you because I'm here to do something else. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh Outside of my work clothes, that's where I would want to have that conversation because they definitely would approach it and treat me differently. However, I did have a guy try to call me incompetent on the phone. Um, so you still kind of deal with something. Like, you're really starting to sound like the incompetent um, name. Uh, comp- no, you're really starting to sound like the incompetent reputation that you guys have and blah, blah, blah. You know, but it was like, you called here. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your own problem then. Like you call me. You I ain't call you. Up. You call me. You just hang up and be like, oh, the car dropped. Right. That's what I used to do. I just put them on hold until they let them talk to themselves. No, nah, when I used to work in the restaurants and people would be asking me over the phone, I'm like, first off, I'll fuck with your food. You don't want me to spit in it. That too. I'll do it. I'm not an asshole. I'll go to prison for that. You know, you can go to prison for that. No, I know. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. just have you done it before? No. Think you promise? <laughs> I love now, it. I knew somebody He's that, such a rebel. <laughs> I knew people that used to do that when I worked at Waterburger. One time this bitch was this bitch was being a cunt. I swear to God I hated that bitch. She would come with every fucking week, every Sunday and complain about the same shit. Every Sunday. 
So one time we just got pissed and dropped his shit on the floor and he picked it back up, put it in the bun, and gave it back to her. But here you go. I mean, she got nutrients. Yeah, we helped build her immune system. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. We were doing a service. Yeah. And we were I'm doing something. We were just, you know. I'm one of those people, if somebody, like, fucks up my order, I'm not going to be, like, a dick and be like, I didn't want this. Da, 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 da. I'm, I'm not understanding. Like, that. like, I feel I used to be like that, right? And once I started working in restaurants, I'm like, oh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. You can't be asshole to these people. No. They're just people. Yep. And then, again, they, they are bringing you and your, your food. Your yeah, drink. but I'm not worried about that because I always treat people. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Like, I treat them kindly. Like, I'm always, like, I get to know them on a personal level. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know how, like, some people you just, like, when you're, because I, I used to wait tables, right? So when I waited tables, it was one of those things where I would, like, make it a thing to get to know them as an individual rather than just a customer. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they tip you better. They do. Yeah, because they're like, oh, this person was He's actually. nice. I like him. Not just that he was nice, but it was just like you took the time mm-hmm. to get to know that individual. And you can, if you're observant enough, you can pick up gems to that you can apply to your life. Right? So I looked at when I was waiting tables and stuff like that as an opportunity to gold mine information. Really. Because you never know who you're going to run across. Yeah. Same thing with my job. I try to be nice to everybody. And then there's some people. You just got to be an asshole to. Yeah. Roll some, up the window. Expect, especially when I was eating and you see me with my face in the Subway sandwich and you come and knock on the glass. What? Yeah, and you can't get mad at me if I say what to you. Like, right. Hey, <laughs> bitch, do, do I disturb you when you're eating? I hate it because you need something. Yeah, like, oh can I help you? <laughs> I'm just, I, yo, you need you need to do a sign, make a paper sign, and put it on your window right? on break. I'm not on the clock. Don't talk to me. Straight up. That's what I learned about and when I worked at HEB. questions. When I worked at HEB, right, they would just be like, yo, if you're, if, you're not, if you're on your break or you're on your lunch, and somebody asks you something, like, hey, I don't know what to help you with. I'm, I'm not on the clock. I can't help you. People... I had a coworker at a different place. She was at what I'm not aware Burger King on her lunch break, mm-hmm. and somebody sat there and took a picture of her, and was like, "These are our tax dollars at work." Was what was like, it? What? She was eating lunch at Burger King. Why would you go to Burger King? I mean, that's always questionable, but um, they took a picture of her and was like, "These are our tax dollars at work." It's like, but she's on the break. Yeah, like she deserves to have a break. Exactly. So yeah, but it's like like shit like that. People are dumb, man. Yeah. Or you can't park in a handicapped spot. You don't have a handicapped sticker either, bitch. But you know, like I. <laughs> I just sit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I want to get not a fake limping. one. You ain't got shit, but you worried about me. Help me. Me. Okay. Nigga. Shit. Fucking assholes. They just don't be having nothing else to do. And y'all know who the days I'm talking about. Which I hate how Karen has been sensationalized. <laughs> With the ugly mask and stuff. Like, it's kind of like, That's so funny. you're laughing at people's pain. People died from this. You what? know what I'm saying? Like the Karens. Yeah, they died? 
Well, you know, like them, like the angry Karens who call the cops on. Oh yeah. Black oh okay. From, yeah yeah yeah. Okay. I didn't existed. know what you were talking about. Oh I was yeah like, what? yeah yeah. Oh yeah no. That's... And like the mask and stuff. I'm like. Yeah. So distasteful. I see. That's the thing. I'm so lucky. I'm Pakistani. Cause I have a big beard and I walk around everywhere with my backpack. Nobody, <laughs> nobody bothers. Nobody you. bothers me. Because they're like, "Oh shit, is this motherfucker gonna blow it up?" I'm like a white kid with a trench coat walking around, straight up. Like you don't know if what's gonna happen, so you just don't fuck with them. Right. I that happened it. at one of the youth. That happened at the Houston protest for George Floyd. What? They had a white dude who was dressed in like all black, like trench coat. Uh, definitely like Slit. emo style. Lit. And then I think he had, he may have had a rifle with him. There you go. But he, I think he like stood in the middle of the crowd and everybody was just kind of like. Was he there to protect or was it? That's he the doing? thing. Nobody knew. There you go. Because he just stood there in the middle of it. Shout out to old white boy. And no. Well, shit, nobody died. I feel like, look, you can't judge people off what they're doing. You got to jump out, judge them off their intentions. Because he could have had good intentions and he'd be like, yeah, this is fucked up. We got to protect these black people. I mean, if that's what he was there, he didn't do anything. So I don't know, you know. But like the skateboarders, they were there smashing cop cars, and you know. Oh yeah, I saw that. All of that shit. I went when I was at the protest. That shit was going on too. Which one you went to? You went to the one out here? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you was in the streets. Yeah. I had a homeboy that was there too. Yeah, it was packed. Like. Yeah. It was a. I don't even know how many people. Like. Oops. I was masked up though. You should be. Have my mask on. Mask on. No mask off. Oh, yeah, no. I just, I don't know. I'm scared for November 3rd. I'm not scared. I'm just going to watch. I like to watch the world burn, so I'm just going to enjoy it and just take it for what it is. Like, are you going to party? Or, like, are you going to get together with people? Or are you just going to drink till you can't I don't drink alcohol. Okay. Well, maybe I'm going to drink till I can't stand up anymore. You do your thing. I'm just going to smoke weed. Because I don't know. I I don't want to watch. I need to find something that I'm gonna watch. I don't know. I just my nerves are just so bad. I'm probably just gonna smoke weed, watch The Office, the and office just chill. Always good. Huh? The Office is great. I love that show. Um, I'm sad that they're gonna be taking off of Netflix though. Really? Yeah. Oh, the NBC is is it NBC or ABC? NBC. You're gonna take it? Mm-hmm. Tragic. Well, just I mean, if you have a Fire Stick, you probably can access it. Nah, I'm just going to go buy the DVDs. Oh, do you think, speaking of Chappelle show, mm-hmm. before we end everything, mm-hmm. do you think they're going to have that Clayton Bigsby one on there? That's a classic. That's a classic. I mean, I ain't even going to lie. I'm mad that I didn't think about being a fake Trump supporter, like, when the shit first popped off and started, like, doing fundraisers and shit. Like, I'm a Trump supporter, and I'm trying to go to, I don't know. To the I'm, rally. Yeah, you to go do see right. Look, if he wins, in, if he wins this year, you could do it. Be like, hey, you know, I want to go to the inauguration, right. but and I'm a young race? black woman, and you know, I'm terrified, and I don't have money. All I'm gonna have to do is play into the stereotypes. That's it. My parents, my dad left me, and um, I'm an angry black woman. But America, <laughs> Wesley Hunt should be mine. No, um, I like Wesley. Like I, I his points are his hairline is terrible. I mean. That's how you know he's with a white girl. Well, he is with a white girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most niggas with, that are with white girls, their hairlines are trash. That's fucking insane. On the money, every time. Just think about it. 
I don't even know that many black people with white women. Who? Tiger Woods, <laughs> Tiger Woods is Asian. <laughs> He's black. Like full black? Yeah, his dad black. His mom was uh. F- I s- I just said full black, and you said yeah, his dad was black. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it depends what he identifies. Uh, Tiger doesn't identify as black though. Yeah, Tiger Woods is a different category of mm-hmm. whatever he is. Mm-hmm. Shit, now, now you got me thinking. What about Travis? Travis Scott? Was Kylie white? Would you consider her white? Yeah. Because she's Armenian, right? They ain't Armenian. I mean, they are. But Wait, the Kardashians or the Jenners aren't? Is the Jenners correct? aren't. Yeah, the Jenners, okay. yeah. The Kardashians are. But yeah, Kylie and Kendall are definitely white. Okay. And I just hate how dark they make their makeup when you hold their hand to their face it's a completely mm, yeah, different yeah. color it's disgusting and i hate it that's would that be considered blackface yes really mm-hmm. have you not seen the cover of beyonce i mean my bad not beyonce kim where she looked like a light-skinned black woman I don't pay attention. i thought it was diane carroll on the cover of like a vogue or something but it was fucking kim have you seen the the side by side comparisons of what Chloe looked like? Like somebody compared it to what Beyonce looked like. That's how dark Chloe was in these pictures. Chloe is the one that just changed her whole mm-hmm, face, right? Mm-hmm. Was that a filter, or did like she actually do that to her face? Probably a little bit of both. Wow. I mean, Chloe has. Why do women do that? Let's get into that real quick. Why do women? Why do y'all think y'all need to look at the family that <clears throat> she's a part of? Not just them. I'm talking okay, about women. Okay, well, we're talking about do, women in general. I mean, look at the beauty standards that we have to deal with. From young girls, we've been groomed to, especially black women, um, <clears throat> with the colorism that we have, that we still face. Uh, That's everywhere, though. That's all over the world. I mean, no, I know, but I can only speak for, yeah, you know, but, like, colorism that we face. Um, like, even back in slavery times, when I referenced uh, t- um, Topsy and Bopsy from... Uh, Lovecraft country. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, where like in front of the slave masters, you got to play with the white side of the doll, but whenever you go back home to your slave headquarters, then you can play with the black side of the doll. Like, what is that teaching you? You know, like, white is definitely way more acceptable in the public eye versus being at home. Um, Isn't that weird, like, to think about that? Have, like, oh, shit. And I watched Bad Hair. No, is it Bad Hair? On Hulu. So it's supposed to be like a horror film about horrible weave, right? And that that was a perfect example because it was placed like in the like in the late eighties, early nineties, when this we had yeah, is it called bad hair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I watched it. Horrible, but the movie was horrible. It was trash. Yes, I get I get the premise of it. Yeah. Because it's true. Because they did tackle a lot of things in it. Um. But. You know, like, the girl, she had natural hair, but she worked at, like, say, for instance, like, MTV. And so MTV was mainly, you know, like, white rock, you know, stuff. And they were trying to transition into, you know, blackness. So we're going to hire a black host, and we're going to do this and do that. But she had natural hair, and the new lady came in, and she was just like, if you want to progress in this company, you're going to have to change your hair. And so Mm. she tried to change her hair. And... It didn't come out that it came out beautiful, but it was like the hair was cursed, and yeah, like 
like supernatural curse or like yeah it was like her hair was kind of like so apparently it was like a uh different historical context like uh stories that have been passed down you know like from your Caribbean side, you know, they talk about the mermaids and shit like that and, like, how their parents may have seen them. Like, are they real? Do they really exist? You know, that kind of thing. And so this was about the moss hair moss hair girl or something like that. And her hair would claim victims. And, like, the hair needs human blood to survive. So it would kill people and it would take their blood. And it, it, it sounds like Tangled gone wrong. <laughs> very much. And so each time it... it you know, possesses a victim, it, it takes the blood, and eventually it'll take over the host. Like, once it gets powerful enough, it'll take over the host. Um, so that was pretty much the whole idea of it and how she had to get rid of it, which was just by using water. Because the hairstylist told her, don't you ever get this wet. And that's how she was able to save herself, by wetting it. Water's God. Yeah, pretty much. A calming force and a deadly force. Water is an amazing, extremely versatile. But, you know, but like I was saying, like, but women, we've been drilled, it's been drilled in our head of what accept, what is acceptable beauty standards, et cetera. Like, to know that I'm on hinge and I'm swiping and to see men still, I go crazy for an exotic, right, or light-skinned or, um, or how people say natural hair isn't for everybody, but it grows out of my fucking scalp. How is it not for everybody? You know, or, you know, how people attack black women for wearing weave. Like, white girls don't wear clippings? You think all that hair was Dolly Parton's? No. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, in cheer, in dance, the white girls add hair pieces just like the black girls did. So I don't, I never really understood why whenever black women do it, it's something that's terrible. But you can let a Kylie or a Kim or a Chloe or any of these other um, fake-ass influencers that literally do black fishing, uh, blackface, it's acceptable for them. You said black fishing? Yeah, that's what they were calling it. Like some of the social media influencers were, they were definitely white girls, but they gradually darkened their skin and were taking, pretty much taking black women's places in some of these, because, you know, because they're kind of like trying to speak from a black perspective. Oh, I got you. So you're you're fishing. Mm. You're catfishing people because you're really not black, but you're taking opportunities away from real black people, just like your Rachel Dolezal's or that Jessica Crook or Sean fucking King. And, you know. You don't like Sean King? No. I don't know much about him, but, like, he's, he's like, super scammer. pro-black, right? He's a scammer. That man is white. Okay, so let me ask you this. If he's. Literally white. yeah. I get that. Whatever. <laughs> like he might have like he might be like Elizabeth Warren when her being Native American. Whatever. I don't know if you know about that. Oh no, I do. Okay, cool. I was like, girl, stop. Yeah, like, you ain't no Native American, bitch. Mm. And it's funny how she never got like penalized. But she anyway, did, but oh, did she? Black Twitter handled up on that. But like financially, she probably does benefit from it. No, I'm saying she never got like financially fined for lying because that's like. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because she benefited financially or, like, educationally from being able to go to that school, get education, you know, and get to where she's at today, blah, blah, blah. Well, and I mean, think with Sean King, so let me ask you this. You said that he's 
uh, well, you say he's a scammer. Mm-hmm. So if he's trying to push easy for more black reforms, easy. From what I see, he does. Or is he taking other people's ideas and making them his own? That's true. Because there's plenty of people with receipts. Yeah. That he specifically went to certain black women who may have, you know, great followings or about their business. And he would sit down and have conversations with them, get whatever, you know, information he needed, and then would rebrand their ideas. Mm. He raised money to go on a um, mountain climbing trip. And people actually paid for him to do that. And then whenever the trip came, oh, I had an emergency. Right. Bet you did. Pocketed yeah. all that money. Yeah. How much money was it, though? I can't remember. I mean, but it was a nice, nice. But mm-hmm. it, it seems like anytime he does something like that, that's what happens. Uh, if he raises money for certain things, he's like, oh, my God, an emergency happened. They're trying to attack me and my wife. We have to hire security because we can't walk through the airport because they're trying to kill us. And they're coming to our house. They're st- Yeah. Cool thing about past uh, this COVID time now, like, you wear a mask, nobody know who you are. True. So. The Sean King is fraud. But that's my show, guys. <laughs> follow her on yes, all social media. Please. At Trill Kinsey. Yes. That's, I can't read that, but you know what I mean. Just, just read T-R-I-L-L-K-I-N-S-E-Y. it. T-R-I-L-L-K-I-N-S-E-Y. Thank you. Yes. Kinsey. And he has spectacles. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all.